Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked on Flames. I'm your host, Jess, and I hope you all had a fantastic weekend and you're currently living your best life. And I just want to start off by saying uh, this show will, you know, provide updates uh, from the CDC, but only those that relate back to hockey. I'm not here to provide news coverage for you. I'm here to be your escape during this hockey hiatus and whatever I can do to make your day a little bit easier and a little bit more enjoyable, even if it's only about 20 to 30 minutes a day. But again, welcome back from the weekend and let's jump right into the show. So the Flames announced that they weren't paying or that they weren't going to pay their employees and people got big mad about that which uh I I don't blame them because personally I was at work and I got the notification and I was about to lose my mind because these teams that aren't paying their players uh it's not like they're the ones wondering where their mortgage is coming mortgage payments coming from or how they're going to pay to feed their three kids or pay their car note, car insurance, or anything like that. Like, they don't have anything to worry about. It's just the fact that it it just seems so selfish to me not to pay your part-time employees. Uh, You know, you're paying your hockey players, so you can pay the people that make your hockey games possible. But uh, GoFundMe was created and shared and uh, the Giordano's, Zach Ronaldo, the Brody family, and Lucic donated thousands of dollars. I know that uh, Matthew Tuchuk shared it. I'm not sure if he donated. I didn't see. I really didn't check. That's poor uh, journalism on my part. I'm sorry. But, uh, you know, it, I think in total between the hockey players, it was around 17000 between seventeen dollars and $20,000. Which is amazing because, you know, the day's employees weren't seeing a dime. Then Sunday, the owners announced that they would be paying employees. I believe the compensation package said 75%. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, There was a statement released by uh, CSEC, and the Calgary Sun reported on it that... um, They sent an email that staff would now receive compensation for shifts they had been scheduled to work. And uh, then this statement came as followed, and it just made me feel some type of way. It has been a challenging week for all of us. We appreciate your support and understanding as further events unfold, wrote John Bean, the president and CEO of CSEC, in the email to staff. We may not get everything right out of the gate, but we can assure you that we will continue to work hard to do what is right for our Calgary Sports and Entertainment Corporation family. If you treated your employees like family, they would have been paid as soon as the league closed. But I digress and hope that if you bought a new boat or big payment and whatever you might have purchased. I hope that you're enjoying it. 
Uh, these billionaires, like I said, don't have anything to worry about. Their rent and mortgage is paid. They're, they have food on the table. I'm sure a majority of their employees are not in that same boat. And <laughs> would it have killed the organization to do the right thing off of the bat? Like, right out of the gate, you know, some good PR after the whole Bill Peters incident. Would it really have been that difficult to just be like, we will be paying our employees and we will be figuring out the logistics and legality of everything over the next few days. So these poor people didn't have to worry, okay? (laughs) Okay, sorry. I'm just so angry and so upset. And just the fact that people, like, they're not paying their part-time employees because they're somehow less deserving of a paycheck. But I digress. Um, Like I said in the intro, I will be citing things from the CDC, but only as they relate back to hockey, and that's what I'm going to be doing today, uh, right now, because (laughs) that's kind of important. But uh, the CDC just recommended that no gatherings of 50-plus people in the United States for the the next eight weeks. Uh, I'm pretty sure that most states now, at least in the east coast of america those gatherings have been cut down to 25 people then they were slashed to 10 and now some places don't even want five or more people so we can all figure out what that means for sports and it stinks and upon further updates today it did look like the earliest things could resume is unfortunately mid-may But uh, Pierre LeBron reports no notable items from Sunday's NHL call with general managers. The league instructed teams to make sure they pay their AHL players through the season suspension, same as instructed by Saturday's terms, in order paying NHL players. So, again, if you can pay them millions and millions of dollars, or hundreds of thousands of dollars, You can pay your employees that are making around minimum wage, I'm sure. It's not going to kill you. But then uh, more news is uh, regarding college and free agent signings for the NHL teams. Business as usual for future contracts. But no current year contracts allowed until anyone knows what what the current year looks like. So for now, any signing means the deal is dated July 1 and goes into effect next season. So and a NHL rosters freeze at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tonight. So that's about an hour and 10 minutes from, from now when I'm recording. Uh, but in, on a lighter note, I did want to say that uh, there are amazing people getting work done within the Flames organization and around the league and, you know, everybody that is working to make things go as smoothly as possible during this time. I'm sending you lots of loves and hugs through the social distancing, but I did want to talk about Travis Hamanick's uh, charity, one that is very, very close to home for me, and it was actually... Brought to me by a listener named Sarah. Sarah and I are, we're buddies. We're buddies. And she passed this along to me. And 
it hits close to home for the both of us and I think that this is a fantastic charity and organization that a lot of people could benefit for and or benefit from and I just wanted to kind of highlight this and show the positivity in this world and within the organization because that is what we need right now. We need to shine on shine the light on everybody that's just doing good. So Travis Hamnick's charity, one of them is called uh, the D Partner Program. It's a special or special organization for young people who have lost a parent. Travis lost his father, Daryl, at the age of 10, un unexpectedly due to a heart attack, and is used in strength every day to honor his father. Uh, so this is what the official initiative offers. And this is straight from the F Calgary Flames Foundation page. The initiative offers children who have lost a parent a chance to receive VIP treatment at a Flames game. That includes a post-game visit with a defenseman, what sets the initiative apart from others is he sits down with each family as they share their stories and how they've coped. Personally, that is just incredible to me. I think it's so important in order to, you know, go through the grieving process. You have to have a strong support system and you, you, you need a shoulder to lean on. And if an NHL hockey player is offering you that kind of support then fantastic I really think this is different than a lot of initiatives and grief is hard grief is not an easy process if you've ever lost a loved one you know how hard it is uh losing a parent is a different kind of hurt I lost my dad almost two months ago after he suffered a severe stroke actually several strokes um but the grieving process has not been easy and something that kind of brought it was a sm very small thing that brought a smile to my face was just um Travis's dad and my dad shared the same name so I was like oh hey but uh I promised my dad that I would continue covering hockey and I promised him that every single day while I was in the hospital and ICU with him. And this podcast has brought a lot of strength to me just to have something that holds me accountable every single day. And it's really great. And I'm thankful for everybody who is listening. And this is just so incredible. And I will continue to highlight charities throughout the league and... I mean, mainly within the Flames organization. I know that Travis has a few, and I'm sure the other players do as well. But I did just want to shine a light on this, especially since uh, Sarah passed this along to me. And I'm so thankful that she did. If you have any charities or any foundations that you would like me to share, please feel free to send them over to me on Twitter at LO underscore Flames or... My personal Twitter, at Jess Belmosto, B-E-L-M-O-S-T-O. I'm looking forward to continuing coverage for you guys this week. Uh, the weekend's kind of weird because I'm so used to sitting down and recording and, you know, having to be on top of the hockey news, but I feel like my Mondays are just kind of like, 
more relaxed show and I gather as much as I can for you guys. But again, I will provide updates as they come. I believe now that the NHL players are allowed to return home. So outside of their, you know, hockey city, but they do have to stay in self-quarantine. We might not see hockey until mid-May. And uh, like I said before, NHL rosters do freeze at 5 p.m. tonight. So don't be surprised if you see any sort of AHL transactions. And I am going to do, hmm, maybe I'll review a movie tomorrow. I feel like everybody's doing Miracle, so maybe I'll watch Goon or something. But uh, we'll figure something out. And I really do think that we're going to have some fun. And come hang out with me over on Twitter, like I said, uh, LO underscore flames, because we're going to play some games that will make it make their way to the podcast. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, I look forward to talking to you guys tomorrow, and I challenge you to listen to Locked on Canadians. And thank you guys, and I will see you tomorrow. Have a wonderful Monday evening.